Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Fish Flip Podcast. Uh, I'm here with uh, Jenny today, and uh, our topic is uh, I think we were just talking about hair. Hair, yeah. Yeah, just just not too long ago, and we thought this would be a good topic. Um, just a bit of a free form mm. for this one. Uh, there was a, some really interesting things. I guess we were gonna just dive into. Yep. Yeah, so I think I was talking about chin hairs or something like that. You made a comment about something like, not by the hairs on your chinny chin chin. And then in response, I said, women don't get chin hair until after menopause. And then that free balled into a whole conversation on hair. So we said, wait, yeah. let's stop and let's try and replicate this and dive deeper into it. We, we always have conversations like this and... You know, it would be nice if we just have those kind of conversations recorded, but yeah. here, we, here we are now uh, trying this out, just cutting ourselves halfway through a yeah. discussion and trying to get it down this time. Yeah. So, hairs, huh? So, hairs. Back to the chin hairs. <laughs> so, apparently, according to uh, various anonymous sources, <laughs> women do get chin hairs after menopause, and so that's something that they will either wax or pluck. I remember my grandmother step-grandmother used to always have hers waxed um, until she couldn't physically go anymore and then uh, <laughs> it was it was amazing what what a woman's like, body can grow <laughs> I mean it's a lot of pain right so yeah. like waxing how often do you have to like re-wax yourself I don't know you do for chin hairs have, I really have you don't waxed? know I've never actually waxed anything except my eyebrows and the last time I got my eyebrows waxed was when I was 15 because the woman I don't think she knew what she was doing so she just put the wax here and here and then ripped and they looked awful and I had to pay for it what like okay so when you say not knowing what she's doing like what else do you do besides applying the uh you apply the, the wax products. in a certain way so that it forms the shape of your eyebrows because there are certain ways that we like to have them shaped. You don't just want to have the hairs waxed like that, so then you have straight eyebrows like oh, this. Oh, okay. Which so, is kind of what she did to me. Um, kind of like detailing, right? I, I guess I was wondering about like the processes. It is just like a simple hot on, rip off and kind a of strip, type. and then you rip it off. Yeah. Yeah. And when I was younger, I didn't realize that you could do your eyebrows yourself and just pluck them. And they would look better. Yes, can. I just knew that <laughs> yeah. you had to get your eyebrows done because natural eyebrows didn't didn't look good. <laughs> I just knew that much growing up. Like, I say I, new in the sense that uh, young women look around what's going on around them in the world and try and figure out how to become a woman. And what right. does that mean? Right. I mean, I was going to say, when we were talking about chin hairs, like, not too many women out there walking around with chin hairs like no. even the older ladies women don't tend to walk around with a long chin hairs except for rosie o'donnell in that one period of her career apparently right. she had a long an extra long chin hair and she refused to get rid of it for a while kind of like a defines thing perhaps right yeah so there is i guess some kind of society expectation and i know there's like a big movement on like body positivity mm -hmm. and having you know what you need the way your body wants to grow you let your body be natural mm. right but i feel like even that being said everybody still has their own inherent expectations of themselves as in like if you grew up in a society if you're 
ever even near anybody else, you have kind of the skewed opinion of like what others would think of you, like if you're to live, you know, coexist side by side mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. If you were to coexist, it means you kind of like you're accepting each other. Even though, like, I, I want to say, like, there's no expectations at all, but everybody has some kind of expectation, like basic mm-hmm. grooming. Some people do expect that. So, like, honestly, if you want to grow your own hair, <laughs> grow wherever you want, maybe just, you know, trim it and take care of it or something. I don't know. Like, people, some people don't want to trim mm. at all. They just want to, to go anywhere they want, let it go free. Yeah, and other people and, want to have LASIK hair removal. Yeah. And have it all removed surgically so that it grows back just partially or in like a thinner, thinner, more fragile way. Yeah, yeah. Because their hair removal is so normalized in Japan. It was like... Oh, it's a natural there? Just like everybody was, does it? Yeah, and I didn't realize. At first, I just like... I was so unaware. I just assumed Japanese women weren't hairy because all their arms were just like plain you know like with nothing yeah. and i just assumed maybe they just have really really thin hair or whatever and then once i started teaching adults because the kids don't look like that kids have hair on their arms yeah but once i started <laughs> teaching adults i realized that most uh, japanese women who can afford it will get laser hair removal during uni- their university days so then mm. when they are ready to join the workforce they're also you know fully primped and prepped to looking fresh for the eyes. interview I mean, looking fresh for life, for marriage, for whatever prospects. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. I was really shocked at how normalized it is there. And apparently some women are getting their daughters done at a really young age too. Like hair removal, at least just on their arms or something, on their legs too. Hmm. It's interesting. It's a, yeah, it's a different culture, I, I would have to say at the very least. Different expectations, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, like that, I mean, that kind of culture is also like pretty prevalent in Canada too, like in Western culture too, like people wax and do do all that. shaving and waxing and all these ads for like Nair and Gillette shaving cream. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they're doing, those guys are doing very well because there is, I guess, demand for that because because people think like, okay, I need to take care of my uh, hair Mm. no matter where they are, right? Uh... Do some grooming, do some trimming. Gotta keep it neat, I think. Like, <laughs> nothing against like bo- body positivity. If you wanna just let your body hang mm-hmm. and, you know, let it grow out, that's fine too. Yeah. It's just different people, different expectations. And I don't know if it's, it's wrong to say like other people who are, have expectations of having like hair growth and just neatly kept hair with proper grooming or some kind of like some level of grooming that they prefer so maybe they prefer prefer their hair shorter and they prefer to not have hair in certain places like that yeah that's just an individual choice in i would opinion. say it's like i said it's, i would say it's like 70 percent your individual choice if you're gonna get lasik hair removal and you say it's because i like it cleaner i like it uh I like it hairless. It's just more comfortable. I would say it's not 100% your choice. You're at least 30% influenced by societal norms in our Western society because you know what the societal norm is when people apologize for doing the opposite. 
So yeah. you know it's quote unquote normal to have hairless shaved legs when women are apologizing and saying, oops, sorry, I didn't shave my legs. That yeah. is where you realize what is expected of people. Yeah, yeah. Or even men <laughs> saying, oh, sorry, I haven't gotten a haircut in a long time. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know that about my friends exactly. They, they do have their own ways with their hair. Uh, and I mean, as of recent, kind of like longer hair for men is starting mm-hmm. to kind of uh, have its own place as well, yeah, right? Yeah, it's coming back again. Especially with the pandemic, people yeah. <laughs> aren't as eager to go out to a hair cutter or a mm-hmm. barber or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you can definitely create a style out of it too. Just like you can look stylish with longer hair and everything as well. Yeah. yeah. Basically up to you. And you can go through your own different phases. Mm-hmm. You want to have some longer hair. You want to have more of like a natural mm. feel. Yeah. I, for me, I think it's just practicality. I, I'm, I'm a relatively practical person. <laughs> I think short hair is just easier to work with. Albeit, you just have to go to the barber once in a while. Mm-hmm. But having short hair means I never have to dry my hair like yeah. like you do. Yeah, it's forever. <laughs> it's a two second. Even wiping it, I'm dry mm-hmm. at the end of that. And uh, a styling is it's still pretty easy. Mm. I have I have like natural wavy hair, a little bit curly, so. I mean, yeah, I just have to kind of like blow dry my hair a little mm. bit, but I, that typically gets the job done. So mm. I've never actually had really long hair and I find that like, I guess my hair kind of like stops, well, stops growing that quickly mm. after a certain length. Mm. So, but rather when, when I do kind of short, it seems to grow like very quickly. You notice it more. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually looking this up earlier and it apparently doesn't actually affect the, um, hair growth if you cut yeah your hair like it, a myth. It, it, it it makes sense that it shouldn't really affect it no yeah people growing up would say like i'm just going to get a trim so then it yeah. stimulates my hair growth i'm like how is that so your hair grows from the top how is trimming the bottom gonna yeah like all of that stuff that you see on your head is already dead hair mm. that honestly the live hair that you have are like all the ones inside your hair follicles and the ones that are alive and alive and well and kind of you know, doing something are not the ones that you're touching. That's Those gross. are just dead. <laughs> That's disgusting. Dead piles on top of your head, guys. It's the and, and we yeah, and dead we style hair. them. And like, hey, look at my dead, <laughs> my dead pile right above my That's head. That's why here. you can't revive your hair when you've straightened the shit I'm sexy. out of it. <laughs> dead hair. It's the fashion. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of chin hairs on women i was i wanted to talk about like chin hairs on men and what we think about men who can't grow facial hair oh yeah yeah i would say i'm i'm probably more towards that side of Mm -hmm. the group uh being asian descent typically Mm -hmm. asians don't have much Mm -hmm. facial hair or even if they do it's rather light But there are some men like yeah, Asian like men who there are exceptions for sure. There are exceptions. Like I'm not saying like a hundred percent certainty, mm. but we're all playing with general mm. relativity here, right? So yeah, 
at least like you know you, I'd say go walk in the streets of Japan or go walk in the streets of uh, China or Korea more so than less people would have light hair or very small patches I mean honestly <laughs> I want to say like there is definitely a society perception at least in the Western world where there's a segment of that uh, population where people think like of course like that hair having facial hair is nice and sexy yeah. and all that right facial hair is manly and there's like a new beard movement too yeah yeah and all these all these grooming what is it like old spice and all these like other grooming commercials where's that company that makes like squatch dr squatch you know that soap no no the natural soap for your body mm. they they always talk about like you know treating your facial hair well and everything and you know being from the group that doesn't have that much facial hair <laughs> mm. i just think like i don't really need to do that much for mm. my facial hair it's you know maybe they're not marketing to me but like frankly you know what they, they i think they are marketing to like you know men in general but it's just like they're catering more to the men with facial hair so maybe there is more like i'm saying bigger society here mm. of groups of people that have facial hair than not in the mm. western world where in the eastern countries or eastern continent it's not as as prevalent right yeah and there's like an opposite perception there somehow i think like in the west it seems like having facial hair is almost like a good thing like oh i can grow a beard great and yeah. men who can't be like ah oh, i can't grow a beard whereas i what at least what i noticed in japan is that a lot of the the norm is to have a clean shaven face and actually a lot of companies will not allow you to have facial hair because they want to see your face like i remember my friend yeah. dan in japan he grew a beard he's from england and he's white and he grew a beard at one point just because he can and our friend aya her little daughter yuna who is four years old pointed at him and said he looked like a robber <laughs> because he'd grown all this facial hair you know That's it's kind of like <laughs> what are you hiding behind all of that Though, granted, if you are like a boss or a CEO or something, you can have a mustache. Uh, you see, yeah, you tend to see more old, older men sporting facial yeah. hair. They've earned it, so. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Or um, bartenders, I, people who don't have to wear the three-piece suit to go to the office. Yeah, so something, I think there's something there about bartenders and facial hair, too. It just somehow... They're free, they're it, free. <laughs> they're free, but I think, like, having hair on a bartender makes bartenders seem more sophisticated <laughs> so when they serve you drinks you know it's it's with like a sense of wisdom because they know what they're doing you know it because they are sophisticated people <laughs> right with facial hair <laughs> it's, it's just a perception yeah. at least i would say at the very least it's a perception if it's not like a full hair like full face of beard hair it's like at least like trimmed and it's got mm. some lines and it's mm. got like decal or mm. something you know like <laughs> and they use that soap yeah exactly dr squatch right uh yeah so no it's 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 uh it's definitely something I, but i think it's mostly popularized by media so like at some point some companies like you know hair product companies started deciding to market to people with more hair to mm. say like hey buy our product so then mm. that kind of like played up the the image of uh people with facial hair mm. and then 
that I think that also has a you know a, a touch in the movement of what people perceive mm. as attractive because mm. you see that enough. You see something enough in the media, it becomes like an image, and whether or not I think you want to acknowledge it, like it, it's something that you see in the back of your mind, and when you see something like that that fits that image very perfectly, as in the people that gets portrayed in the media in advertisements, they get to become like this attractive. You know, symbol,、mm. and enough of that. You see enough of that in the commercials or in popular media. It just becomes like, okay, that is the standard. That is、that's, the norm. Yeah, that's the norm. Yeah. <laughs> and people gets played. Yeah. And that I, you know what? I'll bet you that because of yeah, just because of these like these popular media, like it's not as prevalent in the Eastern countries, in the Asian countries, for、mm. example, for that facial hair thing. Or you know what? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I think I think facial hair generally is perceived as like relatively attractive, right? It's not that you're unattractive. Maybe if you, maybe what's unattractive is if you maybe don't like maintain your facial hair and you, you can look like a hobo,、mm, right? I you, would say look I... like you 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 never done anything and your hair is kind of growing one some long some short and it's kind of like uneven. Well, yeah. There's an image there, uneven, right? Uneven、so, then, of course. But I yeah, and that's what happens when you don't do any grooming. That's、yeah. all it is. I think if you if you just do a little bit of grooming, you have well kept facial hair. Like this is very good. I don't、and、think you can say that it's generally accepted as attractive though, because I would say talking to、so. a lot of female women when I was working in Japan, they don't like facial hair on men. They like the clean shaven look. That's what's the norm there. That's、okay. what's attractive. Okay, interesting. I, I also have this perception, and I don't think it's entirely incorrect, that Asian Eastern countries have like a romanticized vision of Western world as well. There's a portion of that population that I know a lot of women think that the, the men from the West are, they say, ladies first. <laughs> they they believe that the idea of chivalry is still very much alive and well, and that if they date a Western man, he will be very ladies first, and he might open the door for them and help、yeah. them with their jackets or something like that. But actually, whether I mean it's it's case by case depends on the person, and then there are certain things that I saw Japanese men do for women that maybe West I haven't seen Western men do as much, such as Japanese men. If they're going shopping with their girlfriend, we'll carry not only the shopping bags, but we'll carry her purse for her. I saw、purse. so many Japanese、really? boyfriends carrying their girlfriend's purses in that. I thought <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't really see it so much in Canada, but that's off topic of hair. Yeah. <laughs>、so. yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Why? Just because they're they need to be the utmost ladylike, right? Is that just? Just a quick. Well, I don't know. I guess it frees、that. up their hands, or maybe they're worried to do what、uh, to, to pick up things and try things out when they're shopping, shopping and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about、um, back hair because back, back hair. hair, back hair gets a lot of hate as well. Yeah, I mean, they can protect you from sunburns. Not everybody has it, but the men who、yeah. do have it.、Um, it seems a bit more. Brutish, or a bit more primitive, I guess, with back hair. <laughs> I mean, I'm not judging. This isn't me personally. I'm just thinking, like, is that what people think? What do you, what do you think about that? I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on back hair, but I've had friends with a lot of back hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 
they own it, you know, they don't really, they don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... They're, they just related to, like, their lineage, say, like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm Greek, you know, my mm. family's a Greek family, yeah, they just check, check me out, mm. I'm just full back of hair mm. and <laughs> just a furry beast. <laughs> yeah, I would say that it would either be perceived as attractive in a really manly way or unattractive and unhygienic for whatever reason people would pin eye unhygienic on it people do, would do the same why thing. do you think people would pin hygienic on that because i mean they, you shower you do you because take if care people yourself. say gross then it's like i feel like when you say when you throw the word gross around you're you're implying that something is like wrong yeah. or i off. like i wonder where they got that idea from though it's just when people think pubic hair is unhygienic as well I mean, it has its functions, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's there. It's there, or, or maybe it's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pubic hair, I think, I think protects you from, like, shaving and just, like, having skin-on-skin skin contact all the time. Yeah. That's kind of, like, what pubic hair is there to kind of, like, protect your mm. body from itself. <laughs> mm. But, yeah, like, even with pubic hair, I think, I think just a nice trim is good. <laughs> As with any hair, really. <laughs> yeah. no matter where it is yeah and you you have a fair amount of grooming typically on a day-to-day basis right with this yeah my dead my dead package yeah yeah it's really difficult <laughs> you're dead bro i uh i read somewhere that supposedly uh girls spend about two hours a week just combing that's probably accurate for me. My hair is really fine and gets knotted really easily. I think you have a bit more work than, yeah, a lot of other females. Yeah. Because of, like, I guess wispier hair probably mm. have more tendencies to, like, tangle. Is that what, yes, it, what that yeah. is? So every time I get frustrated, I threaten to cut my hair off. <laughs> and someone in the background is like, no, but it's like, yeah. you don't have to deal with this. It's You have to use, like, this detangler type of brush type of brush that right like you can't just use a normal brush because i've offered you my normal brush before no. it works wonders for me it hurts <laughs> your brush doesn't even feel like it does anything just because it's so like it's so the, the bristles are so weak i feel like my hair needs something strong to kind of like mm. pull it back to like mm. you know tension it mm. so i can actually style it yeah yeah oh wow <laughs> um yeah, another thing I found out, uh, as I was just reading online uh, not too long ago, uh, average human head has about 100,000 to 150,000 follicles of hair. Mm-hmm. So, like, that many strands of hair. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> did you think Did you think there would be more or less of that? More. You think it would be more? I was hoping for more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of hair. And I think... I also saw that uh, supposedly at any given time, only 10% of your hair is growing. 90, uh, 90%, no, no, sorry, it was the other way around. 90% of your hair is growing, 10% is resting. I think resting so. from what? Just taking a vacation? Taking a break from <laughs> from popping out of your head. Jeez. How do they organize themselves like that? Yeah, like, does that mean? I, and that was just like a very brief statement too. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that meant like, the entirety of your body mm. or if it's just like your your head right oh yeah because your hair isn't just on your head there's yeah. hair everywhere in your body mm. yeah 10 <laughs> percent. and oh some amazing things about hair supposedly 
it can basically tell you everything you need to know about a person except the gender. It just can't、mm. tell you gender. Oh yeah, because you can get your.、Uh, I mean, besides the DNA, yeah. yeah. But beyond that, though, supposedly、uh, a person's hair can tell you about what kind of medication they've had、mm-hmm. as well, and like the type of foods they ate、mm-hmm. and all that. It's not、oh, just、yeah. a DNA thing, but、yeah. supposedly like all this stuff from a person's past history.、Mm-hmm. I wonder how they do that though. Like, what is it? Just keratin? Like, is it like the? Grows a pattern on the keratin or something like that, you know. Well, I believe it because a lot of like health and fitness gurus will say like, "Wow, my hair is so good because I've been eating X food every day now." Like what you eat definitely、yeah. influences the health of your hair. Fair. So then,、yeah. if that influences the health of your hair, then you should be able to reverse that and figure out what you've been eating. I wanted. Okay, well, we already talked about back hair, but a back hair seems to be. Have generally a negative opinion, but chest hair seems to seems to be up in the air. Yeah, some good, some With bad. With men and women, because men will shave or wax their chest hair, and I always found that fascinating. Um, I mean, unless you're like a professional athlete or something, and it's getting in the way. I've only ever seen people do their chest hair for like, for fun. You know, I've seen people, uh, men, or some of my、uh, friends. Kind of like shave their hair to like make a certain symbol or、mm. shape or something like a Batman symbol、mm. <laughs> on their chest, something like that. I've never. Maybe I just I guess don't I we don't really talk about these things.、Mm. Men between men, we don't really talk about hair. It's just kind of like, hey, you got a nice haircut, great. Maybe if that's all you can see, it, like definitely chest hair is not a topic of conversation unless people are saying like, hey, look what I did with my chest hair. Maybe you don't talk <laughs> about it, but do you notice it? Because I notice、um, things. A few of my friends, I definitely notice their chest hair. Yeah, <laughs> I can say that much. But that's, I really don't have any opinion on it though. Like, do you think some people would think of it as like untidy, unkempt, as gross as having back hair? Some men, I think so. Yeah, because I've seen men who shape their chest hairs. They don't like it. They don't want to have it there. Is there like a function for it at all? I don't know. Keep you warm. <laughs> I mean, there must be a function for it, right? Because、uh, otherwise, like you know, we're we're creatures of evolution. Yeah. So it must have served something to kind of like help. Yeah. The species at a certain point in time. How about like, arm hair? Yeah, I'm not much for arm hair personally. <laughs> it's just my body saying that's not me, man. <laughs> I mean, what does it protect you from? I guess like. All of this is, I want to relate it to like back to us, our ancestors when we were like maybe climbing through caves, or like you know in the in the wilderness, moving through foliage. Like hair would kind of help against scratches, right? Like、is、the more hair. Is that why you have a scratch here? <laughs> Where's your arm here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was recently moving furniture, so.、Mm. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I suppose like if I had hair, lots of hair here, you know, like having having, it's the same, same protein as like what's on your nails, right? Like keratin,、mm-hmm. what's on horses' hooves, animal hooves. That kind of stuff are there to protect your body from something. So not having it, I think it's just of course it's it's just like an evolution of us being in society and there's no longer a need for hair. But it's you know it's making a comeback as kind of a a style 
it's just a style thing. It's just like an art and, um, you know, a, a symbol of like beauty instead, because mm. it's no no longer there for the practical reasons. Not that we really need it, right? So we we've, we've got protective gear. We can wear protective clothing. Mm. But having hair is just more of like a choice of style and uh, yeah, whatever you think is attractive. <laughs> mm. It's like a fashion trend thing too. I find yeah. Canadian women. Mm, most I would say don't shave their arm hair yeah. whereas in the UK it's more of a women shave their arm hair really? yeah I had this perception of the other way around I see, like UK I, women I look are at just arms like... a lot now since <laughs> noticing the or noticing my not noticing the arm hair thing in Japan I look at ladies arms a lot okay so what I think UK like I think like they're they're close to like France right like it's all Europe and it's gotta be hairless when I think there, France, it's I think there in the UK. In the UK, oh, well, I mean, when I think UK, I just think Europe. Okay, Europe. They're so different, but I in, guess the countries are different. French together. people have always had beef. Yeah, like French people are probably more. Let's just grow it out. Let's let us let nature be nature. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't actually have any like friends from France. Yeah. The only person who I worked with who was from France was a male, so I don't know about him. Oh, I have a friend from Belgium. Mm. If you're watching this podcast, uh, <laughs> give us a message. Let us know <laughs> what it is like uh, out too, there. Yeah. yeah, but I think France is, uh, yeah, having hair. They think hair is fine. Long armpit hair, long pubic hair, whatever. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't think it's uh, necessarily, you know, gross or anything. Just uh, people can do what they want. But all the attraction, it's just, I, I, I think it's like style, attraction, and whatever you, you find mm. works for you, mm. right? And I have relatively short hair. It's <laughs> It's been good and bad. There's a, uh, I mean, for people with a full face of hair it's just another thing is you have to do a lot of work mm. like facial hair is constant work and i also feel bad for the people that have a lot of facial hair or have very aggressive hair growth mm. normal normal hair growth and just have to do work every morning to shave it over and over again mm. <laughs> i mean they're the types that may have like that shadow right mm. <laughs> just because the hair is constantly like oh i'm not giving up on I'm coming back out, baby. Yeah, they don't take their 10% break. No. 100% all the time. Yeah, always give 110%. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, what do you think about hair, guys? What do you have you a lot of hair? hair. Do you like a lot of hair? Do you like a lo- very little hair? Do you like well-trimmed hair? Do you like it natural? And how much do you think your hair choices are influenced by the society that you live in? Yeah, tell us about it. Mm-hmm. All right, this is uh, Jenny and Richard. Have a good one.